When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's Ramon Foster from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh my gosh! See, she is starstruck by Mon. What are you doing here? I'm having a swirl on live video. Who would watch this? Everybody. <laughs> See, that's the Everybody. answer. Hey, come on down. Visit us. She's inviting I'm you down. I'm jealous Mon. now. He's jealous. He's seeing the swirl. I know. These, for any, these are uh, make dreams come true with those ice creams. For anybody who doesn't know, Mix and Fruit Farms is the iconic tourist destination here in Bradenton. It's been here for 75 years. Uh, it's an it's an orange grove all around. When you get orange juice here, this is amazing, Moan. This what orange juice, like? this orange juice it says best best if used by, and it always has today's date on it because there's no <laughs> preservatives, no nothing. You know. Oh, by the way, welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one and only Ramon Foster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's brought to you by the Get Go Cafe and Market, where they're serving hot, fresh food twenty four seven. And uh, Moan, happy Friday to you. Do you really feel like talking about football today? Do you know what? Not really, because <laughs> no, I don't even have a reason. I don't, don't even have a reason. Get- I don't want to force it. it. I'm over here with a ginger ale and pretzels, man, just enjoying this Friday. Like, it's deceivingly, um, what to say, cold outside because it's, it's clear skies and sunny. And look at the ice cream on his mic. <laughs> I did just put it on a microphone, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. But you know what? This is going to be the it's worst Friday. episode ever. It's a celebration. You know what? That's the best one. But look at this. What is. Uh- Let's let's not talk about football today. What's your what's your your favorite food? My favorite food? Yeah. Oh man. I got I got many. Let me see if I, it will have to be oh easily a steak with blue cheese crumbles on it. Yeah, you did. You're a child today. <laughs> a steak with blue cheese crumbles on it, DK. Wait a second. Absolutely blue amazing. cheese and steak? It's a, hey, it's it's a it's a pairing I think for I first got it at maybe Capitol Grill or uh, or Roof Chris. Man, they have like this blue cheese crust that goes over the top of the the, the steak. Friggin' phenomenal! It is so good, man. And I do it now at home, and this weekend I'm actually smoking a shoulder, a pork shoulder, because my brothers are coming in too, and I'm the hostess with the mostest. And this weekend is going to be full of probably just Wait, uh, baseball. Who's the hostess? You or Keisha? What, what does me? that mean? Okay, man. I, I I enjoy a good time, and when my brothers come into town, man, I can't front to you. I I act like the little brother that's happy to be a part of the game. Like that's who I am this weekend. I want to hear them talk. I'm gonna interject some of my conversation with them, and just be around my big bros, man. That's really cool. Let's see. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a little jealous picturing that environment. You know, you know what? You're invited. You just you just had the store owner right there say, hey, come on down. And you're basically best friends with her right now. Oh, yeah. This place has been feeding me and covering the pirates 
through spring trainings for more than 20 years. I mean, I know, I know That's everybody crazy. in here. I, I've watched and they've worked here. They, they never change staff. It's the same people. Um, there's a lot of that down here. You got to no. be in my, in my favorite food now, too. Lasagna is always an easy go-to for me. Why did, why, did, why did Tunch start calling you Big Ragu? Where did that come from? That had to be a food ah, thing. That came up, too. So somebody did ask that question. So I've been known since college, man, of making my lasagna. So much so, like, even my teammates. I had a teammate that was playing with the Seattle Seahawks at the time in the NFL. He hit me up like, Moan, can you cook your lasagna for me, freeze it, and send it out to Seattle? Like, that's how it – I was still in college at this time. Wow. I got to the NFL, and um, we were trying – I was honestly trying to save money. Like, they were having us – well, they weren't having us because hazing is illegal. Rookies wasn't in charge of food duties, okay? Mm-hmm. And we would just be buying all kind of stuff from steakhouses, barbecue joints, basically expensive food. And lo and behold, I was like, well, I'm, I'm a culinary expert. I can do something. Well, let me cook this lasagna. Made it for the guys, Chris Kimuatu, Willie Cologne, Trey Essex, Max Starks, Justin Harwood. They eat. They eat. Dude, You're Stapleton. feeding offensive linemen. Oh, You're, my God. Eating. And I put Texas toast on the side. I Really? What? I told you I'm the hostess with the mostest, DK. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't play me like you're super shocked by this. So <laughs> we get over there, and the guys had it. They ate. They pigged out, okay? Just really enjoyed it so much so that they were talking about it the next day at work, and Coach T heard about it, and then the word spread around the uh, facility on 3400 South Water Street. And and lo and behold, our guys, Tunch and Wolf, they heard word of it, and they asked me, coming up from Ramon, we've heard about this, man. Why? Why? Why, what's, what, why is everybody raving about it? And time goes on, and they ask me again. It's like, man, why, why are people raving about it? It's like, what is it? Is it the cheese? Is it the meat? Is it the sauce? It was like, is it the ragu? And I was like, huh. And it was like, you're the big ragu. That's oh, pretty much is, how the man. name came about. It never takes much. It's, it never it, takes much. And there's never, it's funny, there's never a, a, like a really great story behind a nickname. <laughs> because they're just <laughs> so spontaneous. There's just one smart ass somewhere in the locker room that just comes up with it. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's a fix to your back, like pinning the tail on the donkey. And you got no choice. You know? No, and all you ever hope for is that it's a cool nickname. That's all you ever want. You know where they serve because, good food? I, I just had to where? interject this. You know where they serve good food? <laughs> where? The people will be really interested to hear is in the Steelers cafeteria on the south side. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, there's something Kevin? to be said. Yeah, there's something to be said. for First of all, that the Rooney family uh, invites reporters to eat there. Now, mm-hmm. as you know, you you know, we sit at separate tables. We don't come and just pop our pop our tray Get down at hole. the Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't pop our tray down at the linebacker's table and say, Hey Debo, what's up, man? You can look to finish that chicken there. Okay. But <laughs> but the food that is yeah. served there, it was amazing to me and really telling that when TJ Watt got his defensive player of the year award. Mm-hmm. He's standing there thanking everybody, and he included the cafeteria people on the south side. And I'm going, yes, 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 yes that's sir. how you do it. 
You know? Absolutely, man. Kevin and his crew, man, are phenomenal. Not just that. They'll make anything for you. And you know that also. Like, they'll have the main entrees of whatever, you know, they that's, that's on the menu. The, the uh, marquee item. But whatever you want on the side, because they always going to have chicken breast. Always going to have some beef on the side. Hamburger patties. Turkey bacon. Uh, turkey burgers. Whatever you need. Uh, chicken salad. Tuna salad. Like, if you want a wrap. Buffalo chicken wrap. If you want a burger wrap. If you want just anything of a specialty. They will make it for you. And that's the beauty of, of what it was. But I will say, Marquise kind of raised hell about it in the beginning. It's like, man, we got to start making sure we're getting some... A1 food and lo and behold, they stepped it all the way up. Like it is a culinary. I never heard that. Uh, really? Palace. Wow. Now. Yeah. 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 Marquise oh, it brought is. That up, um, about just uh, it was quality one time and it wasn't even like they weren't cooking good, but we ended up getting more healthier options in the morning for breakfast, like yogurt and just it, not just yogurt, but like a bunch of different items, overnight oats and stuff like that to where guys who were very particular about their uh, their diets, like you can get whatever you want, and they they are there to serve, and they do it well. Then there's Kevin that island that. in the middle that not everybody pays attention to, the one that has Tell all the fruits it. and stuff like that. And I think I have told you a story of Dick LeBeau not yeah. letting me leave the room unless I take yeah. a banana with me. Yeah. That was the most Dick LeBeau thing ever, by the way. It is. Like, is, is, you understand, this thing has so much in it that's good for you here. You're not leaving here without it. It's like, uh, what am I gonna argue with Dick LeBeau, right? You bet not. <laughs> I took the banana. Some guys fighting you. <laughs> I took the right, right. <laughs> when we come back, more absolute nonsense here today on the Ramon Foster Show. Welcome back to the worst episode ever of the Ramon Foster Show, starring. So I can blame it on him, Ramon Foster. What? Uh, Moan, I, I'm in, uh, for anybody who, who tuned in a little late here, I'm at uh, Mixing Fruit Farms in Bradenton, Florida, and I woke up today, I was supposed to cover baseball, our, our regular <laughs> baseball writer Alex is here now, so I woke up and I saw all this rain and I was like, you know what, I just don't feel like, I don't feel like doing the job. Have you ever seen Office Space? Movie Office uh, yeah, Space? Yeah, I have seen Office okay. Space. Yes, so the scene, where, the scene where he just says, the main, the main character, just Peter. He just says, I'm just not going to go. I'm just <laughs> not going to go. Okay. <laughs> this was me today. I opened up the blinds at my hotel in Bradenton, and I looked at the weather, and I go, you know what? I have a flight out of here at 3 o'clock. I wasn't going to be able to mm-hmm. cover the whole game anyway. I'm just going to go sit at Mixon's and mm-hmm. have some juice and have some orange swirl. Did you ever have those days, Moan? Because you couldn't afford to have them, could you? Man, let me... <laughs> Let me tell you that it's, it's yes, I have plenty of those days in Latrobe, okay, mm. and I'm not just like consecutive days, but one day you're just like not it. And me, I was too prideful to go ask Coach T for a day. And you know what? Had I asked him, he'd have probably given it to me. Like Coach right. T, today just no, not today, and not in my younger years, in my older years. Right, right, right. And you go, you go out there, and it's just like all right, let's go. But I'll say this one. <laughs> One thing, though, and Munch could tell when the group was like, if one was feeling his way, the entire group was feeling this way, too. He would say, no matter what, we're going to do this work. We're going to do this warm up the exact same way every single day. And you're going to get going like the days he knew we were dragging. All right, set, go. As soon as we get to the other end, he usually talked for a second. No, set, go. 
set, go. And then you get to the point where it was like, I don't want to be here. And now I'm pissed. <laughs> now I'm pissed. You know? And then it was, and then it'd be one drill after another. And he just, and you've seen him. Pow, punch, 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 punch. Next up, let's go. Punch, punch. Next up, let's go. And like he run everybody through the gambit so much so that like we're punching at each other now. It ain't even like working on technique. I'm mad. He's mad. Pounce is mad. The Castro's mad. Like Al, everybody's mad so much that he's like, "All right, you boys, ready to go now?" And then by the time we got to team periods, okay, now it's really time to go practice. Like I'm pissed now, you know. And when when I tell you, like mentally, just out of it days, and you just gotta find a way. No, no better way of doing it instead of just go and do work. You there know, is, there isn't always a way, oh. though. OK, I covered uh, your game out in Oakland where <laughs> hold up, you oh. were like this on game day. Oh, I mean, like it. But it happens. I, I just uh, a few days ago, I was up in Buffalo doing a Penguins game up there. Yeah. Well, and they came out for their first shift and it might as well have been Peter from Office Space. <laughs> And it wasn't that they it wasn't that they don't care. People get mad. Fans get yeah. mad. Okay, and they're like, how can that happen? You, you know, that's not right. They they're yeah. professional. They're humans. They collectively came out onto that rink like they would rather have been anywhere else on earth Pulling doing anything off. else. Really? And they wanted to win. They talked about it after the game. Like, we wanted to win. We, we, we it was Somewhere inside us, we were saying to ourselves, yeah. try hard. It doesn't yeah. happen, though, does it? It doesn't always no, happen. It doesn't always happen. So the times where it's happened to me has been all individual. Like, workouts, my trainer would know. Like, I could get it where I'm like, oh, James, like, man, I don't... Today ain't the day. Like I'm gonna do this workout, but if we, if you, if you add some extra to it, and I know when you're adding extra to my runs, then I'm done. Okay, like I'm cooked already. Like this morning at work, I was I was cooked. Then I was just like, today is just one of those fry days. And but the thing is, game day never really was an issue. And there's been some days I was like, I'm feeling iffy more than anything, but I'm going to go do the job because with what I do, there was no playoff. If, if there was a playoff with me, then somebody was getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Probably the guy wearing number seven in all likelihood. Exactly. So I've had numerous like practice days and workout days or just the day after the game when you know it's a bad one too and we got to sit in that film and I'm sitting back like this. That's it. That's totally (laughs) it. (laughs) What is my play much, you know? (laughs) That's really, really good. Unlike this episode of the Remote Foster Show, when we come back, we're going to turn it over to you so that we can begin blaming you, (laughs) the person who's watching or listening to this, for the quality of the caliber of this show. Actually, I'm looking ahead here. It's a pretty good Hey Moan question. But you know we, what, DK? What, Everybody's what? do one. Everybody's do one. That's all. You know, just a bad day. As long as they don't hold it against us and they come back Monday for more football talk. You know? When we come back, a, a really a, a good Hey Moan. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. <laughs> I got him. Well, hey, you you, if I can eat through this episode, so can you. <laughs> you caught <laughs> you know, me. <laughs> I, I caught you. 
uh, before we get to the to the Hey Moan segment, you told a, a, a you gave a, a wonderful little. Uh, oh, you say it. <laughs> There's an old saying, probably in your locker room, definitely in mine. It goes like this: I'm iffy, Jack, <laughs> and that comes from the great Santonio Holmes. Okay, when Tone was starting to ascend up. Tone would sometimes walk into the uh, training room. Now, he'd do his work. He'd practice and all those things. But he'd be like, hey, Norwig, who's the head trainer mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh with the Steelers, um, if it Jack, and all that <laughs> meant was today, it might not be a full practice. It might not be no practice at all, but I need some plays off of practice. And that's the yeah. old, um, iffy Jack. And, and uh, it became a long, long-standing joke between me and Jericho Cotri, man. <laughs> And he just talked about when he was with the Jets with Tone. Tone would walk into the locker room there and be like, I'm iffy, Jack. And everybody knew Tone was going to do little work that day, man. So This is this is why the NFL's official injury reports include status like limited participant LP. Yeah. And everyone goes, what's that mean? Well, it's a little bit of this. Our, our, our hey moan comes from CJ, who says... Um, First of all, he starts off with he's got a, a merchandise idea for us. On the front of the T-shirt, it would say DK Pittsburgh Sports. On the back, it would say, truth be told, in honor of Little Foster, and <laughs> 5% of each shirt could go to a charity of you guys' choice. Anyway, the Little Foster thing is going to stick. Uh, I see. CJ big says, Foster's coming in today. That's right. And, and is going to yeah. have a big appetite for the hostess with the mostest. Uh, CJ says, hey, Moan. What was your favorite part of living in Pittsburgh? Was it the food, the different cultures? And then he thanks you for the great work on this show. I appreciate that. Um, the the best part, I ain't gonna lie to you, going to Pittsburgh was scary to me for the first time. Hmm, really? It legitimately was. Yeah, hell yeah, it was scary for me. I'm a kid from the South. Never had gone out of the South. I never played a Northern team in college. Well, I played Notre Dame. And that's mid what is that? Middle of the country, Midwest, I guess. Yeah, it's Midwest, Midwest, but it's uh, north. But I never been to New York. Never been to Pennsylvania. Never been to New Jersey, Philadelphia. Wow. None of that, you know, none of those those places before. And I was just like, man, I'm from the South. Everything's probably moving faster. Everything's moving. You know, I was, fast life is all I could think of. When I thought of like Pittsburgh, I thought of New York. You know, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised by how blue by how blue collar it was. By oh. How down to earth it is. By how, um, truth be told, a lot like the South, really. You At know, least for Pittsburgh, we've never that. quite figured out what the hell we are. You know. <laughs> so when I say that, you know exactly yeah. what me have lived mm-hmm. here. There is a lot of like community. There is a lot of just it's a little slower than I thought Pittsburgh was going to be as far as the pace of what people do business and drive around and stuff like that. It was it was normal to me for the most part. My biggest take I, I took from it was the people. Very normal. I never wanted to go anywhere where the people were snobby all the time. You know, and that's what I thought it was. Like, you didn't speak. No. Like, that's one of the things I thought. Like, people up here, we say people up north. People up north, they don't speak. That's all I'd ever heard. And people very cordial in Pittsburgh and very or family oriented and people oriented and just about each other, man. And I'll say this too, um, just the exposure of, of what... Uh, different cultures are in Pittsburgh too. You know, like I know, it's like the Polish Hill. You know, if I can say that, what do people call it? Like Jew Hill. Like there's a different like areas of the city that's 
sectors of what people are from. Like you got the South Hills and you got North Hills and then you got the Strip District and you got up. It's so much. And I, yeah, it, I, I really enjoy that. that. It's, yeah, there's a lot of that. A lot of the Slavic community on the north side. Yeah. Um, you know, you just Squirrel Hill has the heavy Jewish community. Um, yeah. it, it, there's there's it's it's a lot of different people, a lot of different types of people, but with a somewhat similar mindset that it makes is. for a singular characteristic. Um, I, I wrote a column, Moan. I'm actually going to send this to you after we get off here. Yeah. I wrote a column when uh, when Chuck Knoll passed away that was a tribute to the man, and I referred to him as one of the foremost important people that Pittsburgh, the city of Pittsburgh, has ever had. Mm-hmm. Because he's meaning not in sports, I mean in anything. Right. Because he was there and he and his Steelers were there for our city. And I was a child then, but whenever we needed it the most, whenever we yeah. lost the steel mills and lost half, half of our population. Like we were Chernobyl wow. before there was a Chernobyl. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And and the impact that 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 he had and how the Steelers were united by, of all things, a polka, a freaking <laughs> polka. Like, right. how, like, what do you do with that? Like, you know, yeah. um, and that that got carried on, not to turn this into a Steelers thing, but that got carried on to uh, from head coach to head coach. The next guy mm-hmm. comes along, Pittsburgh guy with a job. Mike Tomlin <laughs> yeah. is the one that says, when you play Pittsburgh, you play the whole city. You're and that ended right. up getting picked up by the other two teams in town when they were mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the teams support each other in the same first name and the same colors. I could do this all day. I, I want to go. I want to go home. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's <laughs> what I appreciate about it, man. Whether I was getting... Uh, uh, man, a sub in a strip district from some place, or just eating up on the Italian spot on the hill in Pittsburgh, or somewhere downtown, like meat and potatoes. You, you got know, around just, too. You're not I, one of those I, people I, that just went to. No, because no. my wife actually worked with a guy at the bank that said he never gone to the strip district. He was a South Hills kid. I was like, you never been to the strip, and she he, she was just like, people don't leave their groups like here, <laughs> like from where I was from. Like I'll drive thirty miles to the next city to go to the mall or something like that. Every what do you want to call it, borough? I guess mm-hmm. has its own place. Like I stayed on the south side, I stayed in Brentwood, Baldwin, stayed um, in the North Hills and Wexford too. So I was all over the city in Pittsburgh. Still have a place there. So. Um, I'm appreciative for the culture that I figured out there. Like I said, just just because a person was a skin tone, you actually got to know their nationality too, you know? And yeah, right. That was cool to me. That was yeah. cool. Real cool. No, that's outstanding. We should do this again someday. I like this a little bit better, DK. Yeah. You know what? This is actually all right. I mean, they're going to tune in for the football. You know, yeah. we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. We might have. Remember the slice of life segments we used to do? We could do yeah. something like that, like once a week or whatever, once a month or something, and just yeah. totally wing it. You know what I mean? Why not? Why not? Everybody and, needs a break. Anyway, thanks to everybody for uh, putting putting up with this one. We will we will be back Monday. We will talk football. Promise. <laughs> April Fools. <laughs>